Welcome, everybody, to the All Bullshit Aside podcast with Mr. Bear. This is my co-host, Edie. Hi, everyone. And this is episode 11. So today we're going to talk about what it was like for me growing up in a Mexican uh, environment and what it was like for Edie growing up in a Mexican-American environment. So just kind of share stories, you know, um, what it was like for me, you know, as far as, you know, did I get hit? Did I not get hit? Or what did, you know, going in school and what do your parents expect of you and, you know, how yeah, your parents Yeah, definitely. Are. Yes. Yeah. So well, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go oh, first? Oh, you go ahead. Okay. Go so, ahead. um, I don't know. I guess obviously now as, at my age, I've run into a lot of people that the no sabe mm. kids, you know, so, <laughs> you know, um, the ones that are like, you know, they, they're Mexican, but mm-hmm. they speak no Spanish. And I'm right. like, you know, what the hell is this? Like, you know, growing up, I never saw this. Growing up, everybody I knew spoke Spanish. Right. You know? So as I got older, I started meeting people at jobs and everything. That's when I started seeing, like, this different side of the Mexican uh, community. You know, this whole, um, yeah, I don't speak Spanish, bro. Like, what do you mean? You're like, you're Mexican. Your last name's like more Mexican than my last name. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was crazy. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Um I'll give you a, a, a story. Growing up, my, my son was, you know, obviously because my mom spoke to him in English mm-hmm. and his Spanish didn't, you know, didn't develop that well until he got older. Um, I remember a, a, a time where we're in East L.A. because when I used to have my own business, I used to bring it with me right. when he was young. We're at a taco truck and I'm like doing my best paisa, you know, quiero esto, 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 que boom, 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 boom. And my son looked up at me. He goes, you're savage. I said, what? You're an animal. You asked for that stuff? So I'm asking for, you know, tacos de lengua, tacos de cachete, like all the stuff that the normal, you know, person doesn't ask for. Everybody I knew was always carne asada. asada. (laughs) No salsa. I'm like, man, I used to always order the stuff off the menu. Mm -hmm. So that was a good, a funny story growing up. Now my son loves this stuff, you know. Um, A lot of people that I knew, menudo was like foreign to them. Like menudo, like that's, bro, that's like, that's our thing every Sunday morning. Right. And people were just like, that's so gross. And it's like, it's crazy. You know, you start, you know, meeting these people that right. come, you think come from the same background and it's like, they're, they're just like foreign to it. You know, they don't know, um, that other side of really being right. broke, you know? So how was it with you? Well, and- I mean, talking about, you know, being Mexican American, um, my parents were born here, mm-hmm. but my grandparents and my great grandparents were born from in Mexico, mm-hmm. and um, so I think this is diff- different generations because both my parents did not speak Spanish to us five ki- sibling uh, five kids, mm-hmm. but my grandparents didn't speak any English. My great grandparents, I should say, and so when I was growing up, it was again I don't know if you want to call it Americanized, yeah. you know. Family, you know, growing up, we had, um, you know, my dad was a cop, my mom was in the um, Girl Scouts, and you know, it was just different than, you know, most um, Hispanic culture. You know, parents are, mm-hmm. you know, coming from, and and we're either working. Even though my my mom did work in um, the factory when she was younger, she did work. My dad did too, but mm-hmm. out of they got out of that, and then you know, they went to um, the different um, jobs. But point being is, growing up. 
they did not speak Spanish. Maybe cuss words, yeah. <laughs> the bad words. But going to my great grandma's house, she would not speak any English to us. Mm -hmm. But I understood her. Mm -hmm. And um, she was like, you understand, you know? And I said, yeah, I understand. But knowing, going back in high school, it was a whole different Spanish. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up with my aunts and my uncles and my tias, I learned Spanish, but they're Spanish, yeah. you know, and then went to, to high school and I was like, what the heck is this? You know? And, you know, barely passing the, you know, they're like, it's the proper Spanish. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm so confused. I can barely speak English correctly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So some people I'm not, you know, they would say, Oh, you haven't made, it's like, no, because you have to learn Spanish. Then you have to learn English mm -hmm. and you have to learn how to say it a correct way. Cause if not, people get mad at you yeah. cause you say it the wrong way, yeah. you know? So I'm like, I'm screwed, you know? So growing up, um, I think learning what I learned from my grandma really helped me. Mm -hmm. And then my mom and her um, and her business towards um, when I started getting my adulthood, that's all she spoke. That's mm -hmm. all she worked with was nothing but Hispanics. And that's all they spoke. With. I have people who would be like, no, I'm not speaking any other language to them. Yeah. And I was like, OK. Yeah, that's common. I yeah. think. Uh, so the first time I saw the difference was when I went to Mexico and they were calling me Pocho. I'm like, what <sighs> the fuck does that mean? Pocho is someone Say, that's born here. Yeah. And, you know, from Mexican parents, mm -hmm. but speaks no Spanish. But I spoke Spanish. Mm -hmm. So I went over there. My parents sent me as a young kid for a few years because they wanted me to speak, to learn it, like, more. Right. Well, all it did was, make, they, all these fuckers did over there was teach me all the bad words. <laughs> you know, all the, I, so I came back just, like, running amok. Um, it's like, you're not, you're not welcome. Right. Yeah, you, you mm. feel not, you know, I felt not welcome. And I'm like, I'm talking mm. to you in Spanish because mm. that's how my parents talked to me. But mm. the fact that I was born here, mm. it made, you know, to them it was like, no, you're born, you're privileged. Why am I privileged? Yeah. Because you're born over there. You're, you know, they, the thing that, that, here's the thing that I noticed. When you go to Mexico, even now to go tourists, yeah. tourists mm -hmm. they look at you like you're rich. I'm like, no, man, I work, I work seven days a fucking week mm -hmm. to afford a four day trip to Cabo and, and you know, you're going to look down on me. You don't know what I have to go through. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that you're going through what you're going through here. And I know the country's fucked up, but like, why, you know, why are you I mad at me? You, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, people are always asking for handouts over there for a tip or whatever. You give them something, they look at you like you can, you know, it's like, man, you don't even know what I had to do right. just to make this trip. You know, like I really had to hustle. I have bills, you know, maybe you probably have it better than I do here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was the first time that, that I saw, I guess you would call it racism. Yeah. You know, yeah. going back to Mexico and they look at you like, you know, and I think that's why a lot of the corruption happens out there with, right. you know, that that you hear in the news where they say, oh, people with California plates or, you know, whatever, you know, they're right away, they, the cops gravitate to them. And right. always, I have been a victim of that, of shakedowns, you know, you give them 40 bucks and it's like, damn, you know, I can't believe that you're, I'm your own, you know, I'm, we're same kind of people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's one side of it. But, um, you know, like, Growing up, obviously, you know, I don't know how your situation was with your parents, but with mm -hmm. us, it was it was very humble. It was very, it was simple, you know. There was beans every day at the house. Mm -hmm. Every day there was beans, tortillas, chile, some kind of, something with chile. It was either chicken, <laughs> carne. Um, a special occasion, my dad would buy a pizza, and it was always on payday. It was always every mm -hmm. two weeks on payday, he would bring back, you know, he would bring all the groceries. It was always, uh, and it was frozen pizza. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because... I was telling my girl, I didn't get to try regular pizza until I was maybe 14, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. And it was from Pizza Hut. And it was because my, it was the only reason it was, it happened was because my, I think my brother hurt his arm or something and they had to take him to the doctors. And it was like a kind of, um, 
for you kind of hurting yourself type deal. Like, oh, wow. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. We went to pizza. It was a large pizza for what? Four people, mm-hmm. which I could probably tear a large pizza <laughs> now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was one of, you know, those are the things that are stuck in my head as a kid right. that, you know, when your parents said no hay dinero, you're mm-hmm. like, ah, you're just being a cheap ass. No, man, there really was no money. Yeah. I saw my dad go through things that, and now I'm like, fuck, dude. You know, like, I was being such a dick. I was so demanding. Mm-hmm. Um, at a young age, I started working. Uh, I got a permit from school. Mm-hmm. I think I was 13. Yeah, 13, and, probably, yeah. And I got a permit to work in the summers with my dad. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about in the, what, uh, late 80s, maybe, mm-hmm. or early 90s? I don't know what it was. And... 80s. I think 80s for me, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to make myself look younger. Um, and I remember getting like, I think $150, $160 every two weeks. And to me, at that age, that was, it was a lot. lot. Yeah. I would give my mom 40 mm-hmm. for you know, Actually, I didn't want to give it to her. My dad like, give her 40 I'm like, all right. And just here, mom, buy something. I don't know. And the rest, I would buy a shirt or a pair of shoes. Back then, you could. Right. And it was all towards school. Mm-hmm. You know, So mm-hmm. it felt good going to school, having a little bit of money, having you know different because i remember having seen kids that man they would wear the same shit every day yeah. and i was like wow what the hell and now i look at it like that's all they had right you know mm-hmm. but yeah growing up in a in a you know what i call the paisa paisa because <laughs> it's not you know you see mexican it's not really mexican it's paisa this is, we're yeah. paisas real you know my parents spoke no english they got by my mom was a hustler my mom was always selling something my mom would sell jewelry she would sell Yafra, she was so. Um, oh, everybody remembers this. I don't know if it's called the Stanley or the was it? Stanley? Oh, it's the vacuums. No, not oh, the vacuums. Like, or the crystal. Crystal. What yes. was it called? Yeah, the oh, crystal. My gosh. The, the quadros. Or yes. the, oh my god! But my mom always had yeah. always had yeah. cash. Mm-hmm. Um, she go to downtown and get jewelry at wholesale and snag it. And like, damn, that's what we. So everything we had, like mm-hmm. as far as the TV cable yeah all the little the extras mom. my mom mm-hmm. so i think that's where i get my hustle from i get mm-hmm. it from her mm-hmm. um obviously you know i i don't feel like i had a childhood mm-hmm. like other kids that were you know so i think that's why now as an adult that i could afford to do all these nice things it's like that kid in me yeah you know mm-hmm. i i uh i'm not a gamer i'm not a video gamer i know a lot of a lot of guys you know do that yeah, shit yeah. but i'm not a gamer i think i stopped doing that when i think few years before i got divorced just mm-hmm. it was always just like uh um just to kind of relieve my stress right mm-hmm. no then i started getting to guns that mm-hmm. was you know i started getting to guns buying guns and going to shooting that was my thing yeah but um as far as like you know i know a lot of people that buy toys at this yeah. age you know collectible toys right right because they just you know the same thing i didn't have a childhood i'm like i get it um and that's what usually happens when you start buying or, or even like clothing. Like if yeah. you couldn't afford it back in yeah. the day, now you know you can. So you're, you know, buying a bunch of shoes. Yeah, that's bunch of yeah, hats, I know, I know. Bunch I'm a hat <laughs> shoe guy. Everybody that knows me know that. But um, you know, it's like I know what it's like to have the same pair of shoes mm-hmm. for an entire semester. Mm-hmm. You know, I would get a new pair of shoes every year in July. Always wore on my birthday. And I would eat, I would make that shoe last. I was yeah. very careful. I would clean it. I would put it away in the box. I was always I don't, even to this day. I'm that guy. I wear a pair of shoes out. I get home. I wipe them. I clean them. I put yeah. them back. I put their little things inside. Make so they're mm-hmm. not creased. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's a habit. Yeah. Um. But I think it's uh, I learned to value what I have. Right. You appreciate, I appreciate what you it. Know. You know mm-hmm. everything. Anything mm-hmm. from my guns to my truck to anything. Mm-hmm. I try to keep it as nice and clean as possible because I know what it's like. Would you would you say that 
um, would you change your growing up? You know, because because now it sounds like you're more humble. You know, um, what do you mean? Like if I could go back? Yeah. Which, no, I wouldn't change nothing. Yeah, it's not it's good. Yeah. No. Um. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, there's been times where my mom tells me I'm sorry, and like, mm. for what? You're probably like, I had the best, best, yeah. you know, and she probably just, yeah. yeah I mean, you know. for me, life was good. It was, mm. you know, I, I honestly, the only thing I regret was not doing well in school. I, I wish I could have done a little bit better in school, in high school. Mm. I think, you know, at a, a young age, in mm-hmm. uh, junior high, gang banging, right. that fucked everything up. Yeah. So, but other than that, I had good parents. My mm-hmm. dad, hard worker. I think that's where I get my work ethic, you know, that mm-hmm. whole, you know, obviously I'm older now and I'm, I'm blessed to have a job where I can be more. Like, I don't want to work this weekend or right. I don't want to, you know, I'm going to call in and have enough time. So mm-hmm. I had to change that because I just, I just didn't want to turn into a workaholic. Yeah. Um, but the things, man, growing up, a simple thing as a, a bowl of frijoles with mm-hmm. queso fresco, salsa, tortilla, boom, that was heaven. Yeah. Like, and now I go fucking pay for this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm out there paying for three huevos and some, you know, and this shit was like, you know, like my mom, my, my dad to this day. His favorite thing is in and out. He will not eat anything other than in and out. I think back then Big Mac, but Big Mac has changed. Yeah. In and out still like the same. Never changed. And good prices yeah. too. Yeah, they do, they're <laughs> just like, I love it. Yeah. That's the only thing that you know, for us to take my dad out to a restaurant, mm-hmm. it's like a fight. No, no, no. una carne para acá. I'll make it. I'll make it right here. Unos frijoles. I'm like, yeah, that's cool and all, but you know, we can do this now. Like yeah. it was like me and my brother would want to take out the family for Something my sister graduated or whatever right, the kids, right. anything. My dad won't to this day he still just wants to be home eating his frijoles. So let's get a pig but, and <laughs> Yeah, eating his frijoles, sus nopalitos, everything. And that's cool, you know. And, uh, and I love that, you know. Yeah. And that's the time I eat good like that is when I go visit my mom. You know, my mom makes tostadas and you know, for me to go pay fifteen dollars for a tostada, my if I told my mom that now you know mom. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, yeah. I go pay for, you know, marisco tostada, 15 bucks sometimes. Yeah. But Well, now especially because everything's yeah. like triple. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. growing up, like, if I could go back, I wouldn't change my childhood. I wouldn't change, um, like, with my parents. Right. I, I, like, like I said, the only thing I would change is I would never gangbang. I think mm. that that threw a curveball into my life, and it, and it made me spiral a bit. And it was all because trying to fit in right just trying to fit in and mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of dudes can relate to that try to fit in now you know all that whole we're your family type shit that's all bullshit they're not you well know? you had like a triple whammy there because again you're you know being told that you know you're not completely mexican and then yeah. you you know in the area you're living in then you're now having to be in a gang because you have no choice mm-hmm. and then you know just well, i don't up. know if you don't have a choice you had it but well at the I, time you probably felt I, like i, you I felt like I have no choice. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I live where I live. I right. lived in an area mm-hmm. where you would walk to the high school. I lived in a city, small city called Cudahy. And and the street I lived on, Claro Street, it was like you walked right and you were a target. Mm-hmm. You were going to run into at least four gangs. That were your enemies. Yeah. I went left and same thing. You were it was a, it was even scarier because it was a back the back way to the high school. Mm-hmm. That's where they would catch you slipping. So I had no choice. Yeah. Uh, walking to school was like, this is my last day. And it happened to a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. Walking to school was their last days, you know? Yeah. So I felt like 
fuck, what are my parents going to do? They can't help me. Yeah. So what I resort to was the homies. All right. Well, fuck it. They jumped me in, jumped me in, did my thing. And yeah, you saw the respect. You saw what, but you also saw the, your, 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 uh, enemies, mm. you know, that crew, yeah. people that hated you for, you know, you used to see me every day. And now you see me, now you hate me because mm. just because you're from, from, you know, like yeah, 10 blocks from a, your block, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, we're cool. Yeah. You know, we're playing basketball a month ago. Now we're shooting mm. each other. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah it's, it's sad. crazy. That's why yeah. I've always said, I, I, I mean, I guess you yeah, add in, in, in some ways you can be a, um, what's the word? Um, a product of your environment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes you have no choice. Yeah. You know, people always tell me, no, you have a choice. Yeah, I have a choice. I either got my ass beat every day in school or there, you know, I had, before I was in the gang, mm -hmm. it was like, you know, where are you from? Oh, I don't gang bang. Where do you live? Mm -hmm. oh, on this street. Oh, fuck you. What? Like I had a choice to pick where I live. Yeah. So that's what made me go into the gangs and all that. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, might as well, because at least now I have people that would help me. Yeah. Back then I had nobody else on my own. So, yeah. but yeah, um, that's the only thing I would change. Other than that, growing up, family, you know, obviously I'm sure you, you, you ran into this where you have family you no longer hang out with because mm -hmm. it, you know, you, you move out of where you move out and they, they see you doing better or they start hating on you. And, you know, I have my mom, there's, she has two sisters. I think she hasn't talked to in years, Oh wow. blood sisters, mm -hmm. because, you know, they were in the situation where they hated me and my brother because we started doing better and, or, you know, and their kids didn't type shit instead of being there and saying, wow, we're, we're happy for you. Yeah. Good for you. Nah, it was bad. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, growing up, I could, you know, I told my mom, there's nothing that I, that I, more than I needed. You mm -hmm. guys provided nice. what you did. Um, yeah. Once in a while, my mom would make something. I was like, Oh fuck, I don't want to eat that shit. <laughs> As I got older and I had a little bit of money, I was yeah. working. I would find myself ordering a pizza <laughs> before you get home or sneaking away <laughs> from the house down the street to the little burger spot on, on right there on Florence. Mm. I mean, on Atlantic and, you know, and, you know, I get home and, you know, what do you mean you're not hungry? I'm good. <laughs> I ate at so-and-so's house. I was out of that. But, you know, obviously I had money, extra money, because yeah. I was doing a little drug dealing and stuff, mm -hmm. a little stupid shit, and I always had money in my pocket. Yeah. But uh, if I could go back to those, you know, plates of queso with beans, <laughs> oh, my God, those were the best, you know. But, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't change that part. Yeah. Well, growing up, too, um, when my small little neighborhood, they had gangs, too. I mean, it was really, like, literally one town to the other town. Mm -hmm. But... Um, um, when I was growing up, I wasn't in that situation, but I was a cheerleader. I was a basketball player. You know, I was in the Marima band, was trying to keep myself, um, you know, busy and stuff like that. Because I think my parents had tried to do better by the time it was, you know, my turn. My brother, you know, went into a gang. Um, my sisters, both my sisters, again, it, was, it wasn't really a gang that they were in, but they would always, like, you know, it's one town from another town, literally nine minutes from difference, right? I'm from here, you're from there. You know, I'm from Guadalajara, you know, you're from this other town. And my sister, my my one sister who's passed now, she would kick your ass. You know what I mean? She was just, I don't give a shit if you're looking at me sideways. Yeah. So my other sister, my older sister, and then their friends. So again, you know, they just didn't take any shit for anybody. So they weren't necessarily in a gang from, you know, my city, but they were well known. <laughs> to say that. Um, but so, you know, here comes, you know, the, the baby girl and I'm over here trying to, you know, do right. I should say do right, but just kind of trying to show my parents that, you know, 
that I learned from my siblings, you know, but again, I still, I, I tended to go into, okay, we hang out with my sisters. We go to a party or go there. Of course you have each other's back. You know what I mean? You're not going to sit there in the corner and be like, but I'm not, but my parents always try to do their best too. Yeah. You know, they grew up poor as yeah. well. My mom, you know, had to be the older sibling, um, and take over the mother role, you know, um, and my dad too. So my mom married young with my dad. I would think my mom was like, my dad was his, um, her second boyfriend. Yeah. So she had to raise their her siblings because they had issues. They had real, and I just found this out too that there was really bad stuff going on. And um, I knew some, we knew some, but we found out it was like it was really bad. So yeah. I get why my mom tried to leave early. You know yeah. what I mean? So. My parents, again, they try to do the best for the kids. I grew up with beings. I, you know, mm. definitely um, it was refried beings, whole beings, beings with cheese, you know, being burritos, being, you know, anything that you can think of. It was the bomb, though. Yeah, you know? know, that's I will yeah. never. It's it like kind of sucks that we have to go to Taco Bell <laughs> and pay eight bucks for bean burrito. That or canned beans, you yeah. know, but it's just I think you just appreciate things differently. Yeah. And I'm glad that that I had to go through that, mm. you know, and my daughter now, um, you know, you know, she likes steaks and, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, I know I have a daughter, my daughter. Um, and, and I, I don't think she started eating beans as she was older. She's like, <laughs> right. I'm like yeah, that's all we had sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess if you're in an environment where your parents are well off, I guess it's different, you know, because right. some of the stuff I talk about, my friends are like, what you guys used to eat that? Like, yeah. Yeah, that sounds so weird. Make weenies and, and huevos. Oh, it was the best. It was fried and weenie on there. Hell yeah. Girl. <laughs> and, and nobody makes that, no? No. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. it's crazy how times are. But yeah, but yeah I you think. Know, uh, one time my mom made something. I'll never forget this, though. Um, It was tongue. Oh, that was oh shit. That's my the God. bomb. But, okay. but I, I could not see my dad making it. I was like. <laughs> I would look over there in the kitchen and be like, oh, hell no. And then <laughs> I would walk away, go to my room, whatever. When the finish, when the product was finished, uh -huh. it was on the table. Everything was already sliced. Uh -huh. You made your tacos. Right. But so it was different looking at it that way. Right. Opposed to going in there and seeing that big ass tongue. Well, the, yeah. yeah, I think that was like, oh, my gosh. You know, after that, I mean, I grew up with menudo and pozole, you know, um, tripas. I mean, everything. Yeah, right? tripas. Oh, you know, my tripas, God. Damn, she's a keeper. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. but again, when you're a young, when I was young, I was like, what is that? You know? And I was like, this doesn't taste normal. But, um, other than that, you know, we, my mom cooked well, you know, I'm just appreciate what we, we had to go through, but my dad growing up, I think because he didn't, he grew up poor as well. And so when my mom and my dad started doing well, he started doing the pizzas, yeah. hamburgers, um, steak sandwiches, you know, all the you know, all the, the Americanized food. Mm -hmm. And so when, um, for when we were growing up, my brother, my, um, the younger one, that's all he knew. So he was like, carne asada with, or the, um, the just like chili verde. I mean, yeah. they stopped cooking all that. Yeah. I was, and I was like, man, I miss all that. And that's the stuff that right? you, when you go to a restaurant, that's like, $20 a plate of cheetah right there. Yes. Like, what? That was so simple back in the day. But, but it just, I think it's just the, the, you know, different, 
if a parent going by my parents' experience, and when they didn't have it, I think they wanted it and they wanted to show their their children. Yeah. So, but I think now my brother likes it. But for a while there, yeah. he was like, "What is that?" You know? I feel like that's going away. I'm yeah. starting to notice it's mm-hmm. going away because mm-hmm. now when you find yourself going to a restaurant. Yeah, because you know, like this, these so-called Mexican restaurants. Trust me, I'm a, I'm a foodie, so I know <laughs> when you go to these restaurants and like you eat their food, it's like wow, it's so right, different, it's different. Yeah. And these kids growing up, this next, this new generation, as it is, all they do is eat hot shit. You know, uh, I see everything out there. I see what they're eating, and I'm like, man, they're not gonna have that experience right. that we had. It's mm-hmm. gone. It's gone because why? Mm-hmm. All the older folks that were doing this, mm-hmm. the grandmas, the grandpa, they're they're yeah. dying. They're all dying. Yeah. This next generation, the other generation, you know, they're just doing little barbecues here and there, right. and then you know nobody's going back to that. It's 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 crazy that people find you know like it's crazy when you have to go buy tamales on Christmas. <laughs> like really, can I get two dozens already made? There's nothing like making them yourself. I remember yeah. growing up, my mom, my dad making mm-hmm. them in the kitchen. It it was special. Yeah. Even now, my mom still makes them. She'll make her own masa still. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that eventually that's going to go away and me and my siblings are just not going to have that. Yeah. One thing I regret, we, uh, my mom was like that too. My mom was the, she made everything, the tamales, the turkey. She tried to have, you know, the Americanized and then, yeah, yeah. you know, all the everything, all the fixings. And I, growing up, I didn't want to ever imagine my mom gone. Mm-hmm. So it's just my insecurity. Yeah. And she'd be like, one day I want to be gone and nobody's going to know my recipes. Yeah. I'm like, we'll write them down. And then it, she was like, I'm not going to write anything down. If you don't want to be in the kitchen with me mm-hmm. and then we'll go in the kitchen. She was like, I go. Yeah, right? Say, yeah. So I was like, yeah. I'm trying to help you, but I'm going to do yeah, it correctly. You're in the way. Oh, trust me. I know how that is. <laughs> so I would suggest your siblings and you record her. Yeah. Record her. And, record and record it with pictures yeah. and what it's supposed to look like because that's one thing that I do regret. I, I got some recipes. Like I can do my mom's um, you know, chicken soup or her um, you know, garlic des, you know, whatever. Um the tamales though, like we'll never get back. Mm. Even my family member, my friends that used to come over, they're like, Man, nobody make tamales like your mom. Yeah. You know, but it's like mom's tamales, I know, right? like but there's one cool. thing that but again, you know, with your future wife or future spouse um you know who um you definitely want them to to hopefully you know cook a little bit like your mom oh, I, I had, that was a question i threw out there do you know how to cook you know it's funny <laughs> my mom told me when i was dating find five good qualities in a female five yeah just if she's is this and that one of them was you Let's know cook. she can cook mm-hmm. obviously you know my ex-partner mm-hmm. didn't cook for shit and <laughs> so it was like you know, yeah, I can make this, I can make that. You know, and and you know, my my girlfriend's Salvadorian, mm-hmm. you know, born here, and but she cooks Mexican stuff. Oh, okay. And even her mom sent me food already. You know, mm-hmm. like that that was another thing that was like, whoa, you know, like here, take this to him. Like, damn, and her food's great. Okay. But yeah. yeah, I think uh the next generation, man, they're gonna be on YouTube looking for recipes. Yeah. And do we even have people on there that are gonna give you their legit stuff? Yeah. It's it's sad. Oh, you know, you just brought up the YouTube. I am. I'm all TikToker over here. Um, there's women on there, Hispanic and mm. you know, male and women, and they're showing their recipes. Yeah, yeah they're doing and they're making money. They're doing. Yeah, they're showing you. How you to need to put your mom over. online. Oh, my mom's. <laughs> my mom could. Oh, she don't even know. I'll have her make something for us one of these days. Oh her, my, my gosh. mom's tostadas. Oh my god, fire! Oh my god, mom, we gotta put that recipe out there and sell it. But uh, one thing I wanted to ask you was. Mm. You know, because I, I don't know if this is a difference in, uh-huh. in, as far as these two different, you know, dif- these, growing up in two different environments. Okay. Did you get hit? Yeah. Maybe a couple of times. Maybe a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You're, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like the new generation mm-hmm. is 
you know, not I'm not condoning hitting your kids, but sometimes they need an ass whooping, at least one good one. So, um, I mean, I have stories, you know, like uh, I obviously you're a female mm -hmm. and, and it was probably harder for your dad to hit you because most dads. I know my, my sister, dad never hit me. Yeah, there uh, you go. My mom. I think never. I hit my daughter one time. and It was mm -hmm. like two or three pats in the butt. Boom. And that was it. But other than that, you know, I, I would clash with my ex because don't touch her, don't touch her. And I never wanted to hit my daughter. I was always punishing her. Time out, time out, whatever. Yeah. I didn't have a time out growing up. I didn't. I remember my dad. Okay, so my dad was like, how do you say this? My mom was like the enforcer. Right. My mom mm -hmm. was the, you're, if you're going to get hit by mom, it's like, oh, fuck. You know, because my mom would hit you, but in a different way, in a way where she was just going to hit you for a minute. My dad would come in and he would just have to hit you once. Mm -hmm. But it was it was painful. It was like mm -hmm. severe. And me, obviously, I was a black sheep. You know, I was the one getting suspended. I was the mm -hmm. one, you know, doing all the stupid shit, getting yeah. caught right on the walls. And, you know, it was always somebody that was there that knew my dad. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, I saw your son right now tagging him. Oh, yeah. Got home. Hey, come here. What you doing right now? I never knew. I knew just with that. Huh. Fuck, he already yeah. knows. How does he know? <laughs> somebody told him. Yeah. I, um. I remember my dad. My dad, you know, he's from Jalisco. Mm -hmm. He's got, he had, he had, you would open up, <coughs> excuse me, you would open up the, the hallway uh, door, uh -huh. like the little closet, uh -huh. and there was two or three belts hanging. Those were my dad's belts. We're talking about thick, you know, my dad wasn't cheap either when it came to his belts. Mm -hmm. You know, that thick leather with the big old, big Buckle. letters that say Jalisco. Uh -huh. Oh, I remember having them on my back. Uh -huh. I remember getting. A free so, tattoo? Oh, yeah, it was a free tattoo. Uh -huh. But yeah, my dad would have to hit me only when it was like severe severe my mom would you know do the occasion we go to church and she'd be next to me and she'd be like i'd be like oh my right. god and then i was like i'm in so much pain and then she'll whisper in my ear wait till we get home i'm like are you fucking kidding me you beat my ass in church already and you want to go a second round like come on man that's not even fair and you got home and and it was like say it in spanish though i know oh, she probably said it in uh, spanish. La casa, like that she knows See how it's yeah, different? Yeah, yeah, I know. Wait till we get home. That's 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 you know somebody's white mom saying, "Vas a ver, cabrón." I'm like, "Oh, damn!" That those words were like oh. terrifying. And then you get home and you and I would try to do the whole, "Hey, uh, so what's for dinner? What's a, you know?" And like play it off, and it would right. look like she forgot. And then when I least expect it, boom. Oh. oh, damn. But yeah, when she couldn't do nothing, I think the the last time she hit me was when she tried to swing the belt. I caught it with my hand mm -hmm. and I yanked it out of her hand. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me like, oh. I go, yup, you can't hit me no more. But in the process of yanking the belt, mm -hmm. and I'm never going to forget this because it was mm -hmm. the last time she hit me. Mm -hmm. I yanked the belt, the buckle cut her hand. Ugh. So who comes in? Dad. Fuck it. She tagged him in. I was like, damn. You tagged him in. Boom. Oh my God. Yeah, I was like, yeah. That was the last time I think my dad ever hit me. It was, I think I had disrespect to my mom. Mm -hmm. And I never got hit again. After that, I just kind of changed. Um, Oh. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, my parents, my mom had her special paddle. Oh, you want to go? Yeah, it's, isn't it crazy how they just? No, my mom was my mom was a uh, uh, universal. If she, if if my mom was here where you're at, and I'm here, it was like the junk lab. Boom, boom. The, you know, no cell phones back then, but uh, anything. Uh, el vaso de agua. Mm. You know, you know what's funny? Mama hit me with the racket once, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is playing tennis at this in this household? Like, where did that come from? I don't know. Somebody gave them a tennis racket. My mom didn't play tennis. My dad didn't play she tennis. She knew what she was. There was no use tennis it. courts in the hood at all. For you know, maybe in the high school or something. But I'm like, you know, yeah. My mom would just whatever was around remote mm. controls for the cable box done. You know, I had to go get a new one. Mm -hmm. But no, my dad was just 
you know, he would, a ver, a ver, ven para acá. Oh, damn, and holding the belt, like, Ugh. like, and the way he held that belt, like, it was just precise. It was yeah. just like, I'm going to hit you one time. That's it. But, yeah. Well, I don't know if your dad or your mom ever did this, but, again, the, the few times that I did get spanked, it was, it was bad, but my older sisters, they got it. My one yeah. sister got it bad. She was the black sheep of the family. And I used to cry. I say, leave my sister alone, you know, because I was like, oh, my gosh. My mom, it depends, like, on what had happened, right? Mm. But my sister was the one cutting. She was the one getting in the fights and um, lying. She, she, I think she signed my mom's name oh, to I go to a party, I mean, to a dance. My mom got her, embarrassed her, you know, and dragged her out of that, out of that school um, party or whatever dance. And she got beat down. But my mom would not just tell you, bend over. She would tell you, take off your pants Ooh. and your chonies. So, and again, either it was a paddle or it was the belt. Or, and she even got to the point where it was a hanger. And it was the, the, yeah. the what is it? The iron, the, not the iron, the, the, the other hangers, the wire hangers. The wire hangers. Okay. Ban the wire hangers, please. <laughs> you traumatize these but kids. again, like I said, depending on the severity yeah. of the issue, but and then if you try to like hide your butt, oh, oh. you get hit again. Yeah. Oh I got my gosh! Putting on multiple underwear. Back then, used to wear the tighty whities <laughs> so multiple underwears. And, and my mom was like, "What? Made me take it." So I got a beat down, mm-hmm. and then another beat down, just yeah. a repeat. Right. Because the first one didn't count because right. you had extra underwear on. Yeah. So I tried everything because, you know, my dad was a very strong man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, just let it happen, man. Let it happen. Just the yeah. faster, you know. But then after that, just it went away. Yeah. You know, so then what do we learn from that? <laughs> Not to hit our kids. My son, yeah, mm-hmm. he, you know, I did, be, I did hit him. I hit him. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, the things he was doing, the, the situations. It just, I was frustrated. And I feel bad now that I, you know. But we've talked about that, and he, you know, he's he's told me, you know, I'm glad you were the way you were because I also would have never learned. Yeah. But I, I regret that. Um, I just think yeah. some kids, man, even if you take their shit away now, mm-hmm. they still do it. Yeah. You know, or where they guilt us. Mm-hmm. I used to take my daughter's iPad, and ten minutes later, here, yeah, it's like, damn, I'm not gonna buy you nothing, and then here I am at the store buying or something like. It's like a form of mani- uh, manipulation yeah. because there's a lot of narcissism going on <laughs> out there. <laughs> because you know we're. As you know, my daughter too. The same thing. I I think back. I've spanked her once, mm-hmm. and she's thirteen now, and she it still it still upsets her. Yeah. But I told her what she did is what hurt me was she lied to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and um, I spanked her, you know, on her butt with my hand, but she still will not forget that. I and mean, she has a lot. I she, I I see myself in her so much mm-hmm. as I feel like anytime I let my mom down or I disappointed my parents, that would hurt me more. Mm-hmm. Than, than them, you know. So like I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this so that I, my mom, my mom doesn't have to go through this. Mm-hmm. That's just who you know I am. But my other sisters would be like, oh, I don't care, you know. But it nowadays it's true. It's really true. A lot of um, and then you also got to be careful as far as what does hitting mean, and yeah. they're gonna call the cops on yeah. you. Now they can call you the know? cops on you now. But, yeah, yeah. I'm and, like, yeah. But still, again. You know, some people follow, you know, what's in the Bible. Some people follow their just mm. their whole parenting is, you know, they have the right to discipline their child. Yeah. And I guess it's the, the severity of it. But I also want to take that back is because now that I'm, you know, going through, I'm going through. Why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. Are we passing on the generation curse, you know, or is it 
we didn't learn how to control our emotion because when somebody upsets you, especially your son, you're just so mad. You're yeah. so upset. And and especially if they're in your face, you try to act like, you know, like you're there, you know, you want to go at them. But it's like, is that really going to accomplish anything? Is it? And I'll tell yeah. you, I, I saw it all. Even with my daughter, you know, the manipulation sometimes, mm-hmm. how they try to guilt you into mm-hmm. like, you're the bad guy. I'm like, wait a minute, you fucked up. I didn't fuck up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's just a generational thing. It's like, you know, we need to stop it. But, you know, we try to be, we try to, um, we try to punish them in a different way, right. taking this away, taking that away. But I feel like it doesn't work. Yeah. It just kind of feels like you have to beat your kid one time here. It's just a good one. Like you have to, but it's, but then you're like, no, because then there's so many mm-hmm. um, repercussions to that. Right. You know? yeah, that could be that one time that they'll never forgive you, yeah. and, you know, and it's and just. That's the thing. I think we both can agree that mm-hmm. we, we have that, right? Because I feel like there's, even now my daughter's 19, mm-hmm. there's certain things I'll do sometimes where I'm like, damn, I just don't want her to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We, mm-hmm. But so, you know what? I'm learning that now. Fuck that. You know, this is the way it is now. And you have to play, you know, you have to do your part. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of kids out here that kids, adults, <laughs> grown ass men that are like in their 20s and still can't even get an ID, can't get a driver's license, can't mm-hmm. even get a job. They just want to just they don't do shit. Right. I'm like, well, how, what's your what's your plan? You know, you can't not everybody could be a YouTuber, bro. Not everybody. So <laughs> or gamer. Know. Something's got to change this. This generation right now. What is it? Gen Z? Or F, Gen, it? It's called Generation Lazy. No, it's kidding. Yeah, um, it's yeah I think it is C. Horrible. <laughs> they walk around, they, they want everything expensive. Yeah. And it's like, well, what are you doing? What are you? Mm. But it's a parent's fault. The parents mm. are, you know, you give them everything, they expect everything, and you're never going to get them out of your house. Yeah, I can see I can see that. You know, I as a, as work-wise, I know you've um, spoke about it. <laughs> I, I work with some grown-ass men, so, you know, in, in, in different you know departments that... I swear to God, it's like, bro, you can't get to work on time. You don't yeah. even have to clock in. And then, you know, God forbid you ask them to do something. They're like, well, why you ask me? That's not my, my job. job. <laughs> uh, what? Like, oh, yes. All right, cool, man. I'll do yeah. it. Don't worry about it. You know, and then 10 years from now, when you're up there in a different position, making more money, you look down, they're still in the same spot. Then it's yeah. like, yeah, I knew it. Yeah. That's what I experiencing, you know, the last couple of years too. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, interview people, do the whole day processing and, you know, maybe even a couple of weeks and then they just quit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how do you pay your bills? Oh, cause you still live with a mom and dad. Exactly. And it's like, it's There's just no motivation. Different. And yeah. they, they don't have that, that, mm-hmm. um, what's that? Like that drive. They don't drive. have no, they don't have, yeah. You know, some, yeah. It's, it's, and it's not even about being Hispanic, Mexican American. Well, it's everybody. It's all across the it's, board. Yeah. It's every race. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, as, as far as our topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we can make an episode two about this. Episode yes. two. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Or if people want to comment, you know, when I post yeah. this as far as. Or if you want to give us some real good enchilada recipes, <laughs> tamales, yeah, feel free. <laughs> or even as, you know, growing up here you know and yeah what are your experiences or yeah. parenting too because yeah, want to hear that yeah, yeah cool. you know i know a lot of people are talking about um you know especially there's this couple of movies that came out that my daughter was talking about to her her friends and they can relate yeah. you know they can relate and um i think just more people need to talk about it you know it's yeah. it's not like before when it's like what you don't speak spanish or what you don't you know this and you're not from you're not true hispanic but there's Mexican American, there's Hispanic, there's Latina, there's Latino, there's. Yeah, you know. I should, we should start something like, like how Mexican are you? 
Start but what you. makes you Mexican? Because you yeah. can speak Spanish fluent. But so that's what I'm saying. It's ah, like, it's true. you know, and me, the last few, you know, maybe seven years, I learned so much more about my culture that I have ever even imagined that I mm. could even know. Yeah. Why? It's because I didn't really, I, my, I was focused on one way and then now it's like, wow, I have, I love my culture, you know what I mean? Just from low riders to yeah. the food to, you know, you know, my, my grandparents are from Jalisco too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know if I would go visit right now, but yeah, I mean, uh, I love being Mexican. I know my tattoos <laughs> say that and everything, but do I want to go to Mexico right now? I don't know, man. Like I love having a, my head. We have if you're American, Mexican, Mexican American, yeah. whatever, you your background, your family is coming from probably most likely Mexico. Yeah. You know, and it would I would love to encourage anybody to do like their um heritage to go yeah. back because I'm currently yeah. want um want to do that. Keep just going or else yes. you're gonna die. And you know, just accept who we are. And I always said, if you meet me in the middle and you speak a little bit of English and I'll speak a little bit of Spanish, you know what? We could probably make a good meal. So, you know, that's true that. <laughs> that's where I'm at. But I just we definitely would like to hear if anybody has any yeah. stories or recipes. You can relate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. all right so we're good yeah all right well once again thank you guys we appreciate you uh tuning in and following us uh like i said always feel free to dm us if you have any questions or like uh, there's anything you want to touch on that we don't but um yeah we'll get to everything eventually yes. so yeah. you guys take care have a good day bye